episode 207 of The Platformers, a show about games and nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Joshua Mobley. I'm Chris Schreiber. You did and that a lot slower than normal. I know, a lot less hype. Normally it's like you're auctioning off like a horse or something, but this time it was like... <laughs> hey, you know what he's supposed to do? Something Hank Scorpio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... For the very first time, we are coming to you uh, recorded as three gents uh, that are myriad. Yeah. Chris Shriver with the ring. One ring to rule them all. Yeah. What kind of ring did you get? Uh, I, I was so keep like asking tungsten. me this, and I never remember. It's the one that I can cut off, and I don't have to lose a finger. That looks like tungsten. I think it's because it's because it's cheap or because it's soft metal. (laughs) Tungsten. Yeah. If you get titanium, they can't cut it off. If like if it gets too small. Yeah, and then Mm. you're just like they're locked in. They can't cut. uh, I also got a tungsten uh, wedding ring, although I've since abandoned it for a silicon one that I like way way better. Yeah. Um, but uh, they can't cut tungsten either. But they can put a vice grip around it and crunch it, and it just shatters to pieces. Uh, so they actually probably hurt your finger but i mean maybe a little bit but probably you get to keep it yeah, yeah. it's better which than you get to keep cutting finger, it off yeah. yes. yes which also yeah. hurts you know what you know what i i can't stand i, it hurts I honestly to keep a finger no i meant i said or cutting it off which also hurts yeah yes very true i don't mind having it at all the thing that i do mind and i don't know if it's a if it's because it's too tight jess seems to think that it is um, as I struggle to get it off my finger, um, when you wash your hands, you know when you like, when you have mm-hmm. a band aid on, yep, and then it yep. gets all like old it man, it gets all gross underneath. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to dry it. Like I keep yep. wanting to dry it, but like you yes. need my to dad, get a, you need to get a slightly looser ring then, because I always push mine up a little and dry that area, and then yeah, push it back down. So that's what I've been so, doing. But like my dad has had the same wedding ring for like. 46 years or however long they've been together um yeah and like he's just like yeah it doesn't move like it just doesn't come off (laughs) it doesn't move yeah yeah. (laughs) like that's just how he does it if he takes his ring off his finger is already dead it's gonna be like like it's gonna be like a pale white ring yeah like like if he does it like his that part of his finger like looks completely different than the rest of his hand that's because it's younger it has not been exposed to the sun it's a mole person A mole you know. person. And I'm okay. like, do I just do that? Like, become that that guy? Become what know. you were so, born to be. Yeah. So, so I will tell you, I also had that problem with a metal ring for a while. Yeah. And uh, and then I, and I, I had a couple of different sizes of rings, a couple of different styles of rings. Like, I had a huge one like you had, and then I had, like, a really thin one. Basically, like, the one that I have now, except metal. Yeah. Uh, still tungsten. Uh, and then I moved actually to a silicon ring that was perforated with that had like holes in the sides. Mm-hmm. And then it and then it like aired out and like I didn't have that problem. And I never have that problem with this one, even though this one isn't looser. Mm. So I think it's just like finding the right one, um, which thankfully all the rings that I got were like 20, 30 bucks, something like that. Like, yeah, mine was were, like thirty two dollars. Yeah, none of yeah. them were expensive, so replacing them to try out new ones wasn't a big deal. And that's yeah. kind of what I think is going to end up happening. Like little by little, I'll like yeah. if I see one, I'll be like, oh okay, and I'll like pick. Yeah, them like up. I but, the the first one I bought was too big. 
Um, yeah. And then, and it was just like super annoying. It was like spacing my fingers out too much. I was like, yeah. I gotta get a smaller one. And then, and somebody was like, you could return it. And I'm like, it's $30. Who cares? So I have yeah, that, like, that one I just have in my like night, you know, my whatever bedside table drawer right. as like a backup in case I lose this one. But this one's smaller and it fits perfectly, but I can just slide it off if I want. Sure. But if I shake my yeah. hand, it doesn't come off. That's the, that's the good test, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't expect <laughs> things I didn't expect about the wedding. Um, I didn't expect to come home with so many. So like we, we had like hotel bags that we gave people. Like if they stayed at the hotel, mm. that like we were, we had our reception at. Um, and I didn't expect to come home with so many. So like now I have like Ziploc bags of all of the things that came in it. So I have like this chapstick. Like I have like, 30 of these now like there's yeah. so many random things like tums like i don't need to buy all these like random things like for a really nice. long time um but that was sometimes that, was that sometimes that's through. nice one year for christmas nicole and i asked my uncle for toilet paper and he thought we were kidding and we were like no we just want like a pallet of toilet just, paper like, a lot of it and he bought us like just this gigantic costco i don't even know thing and yeah. it lasted for eight months wow like it was great that's dope that's <laughs> so like if you're a child you're like that's the most boring gift ever when you're an adult you're like i don't have to buy you know i don't have to go out and get X, this thing yeah i don't have to buy x y or z like randomly that's amazing and then yeah. you level up and you're like uncle buy me a bidet and then you never have i'm looking into we're oh, looking yeah. into getting one for the house because dude i'm like we need to, i'm like we're gonna level up everything back. in our life keep go to the bidet now so yeah, yeah. we're looking at it right now uh, that was a game changer yeah, I know I mentioned this earlier when it actually happened, but we got a bidet at the beginning of the pandemic and never before has a better decision been made because right around this time, it was, it was, we hit just before, it was like when you get to the restaurant and you're like, wow, I can't believe there's no line. And then you get in line, you begin ordering and then you turn around and there's 13 people behind mm -hmm. you. Yeah. It's like, I literally, ju we just beat the rush. Yeah. We got our bidet. And like that week, there was a run on toilet paper, and then all the bidet companies were like sold out. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it was nuts. We had bought one, or I, I think maybe Jess bought me one. We had one that I had bought when we were at the apartment, and I was like, I want to install this, and I was like, you know what, I shouldn't do it here, like, you know, because we're not going to be here forever. Um, and it was just in the box. It was this like twenty twenty dollar thing, um, and I ended up right around covid like when like ever the toilet paper shortage was happening i was like oh my god this is it um this is the time and break break glass in case of emergency well, what's is, crazy is, is like how much they jacked up the price of them like now if you look at them i don't know well i don't know if it's still the case now but there was a point where they were like 150 dollars for like yeah a, an add-on thing that cost them probably like 10 bucks to make yeah it's crazy yeah yeah it's pretty pretty good i don't blame them but yeah, anyway, I wanted to congratulate you, good sir. Yeah, congrats. thank you very much. So yeah, it it's was very, uh, very exciting. It was a great day. Um, Jess looked beautiful. I looked okay. Um, there's pictures on my Twitter um, and Instagram and Facebook. Ooh. If you are friends with me on there, I know Harry is. Hi, Harry. Harry's in the chat. Have to hunt those down. Um, Coming down the aisle to the Kingdom Hearts theme. Yep. Yeah, Jess walked down to Kingdom Hearts. I walked down to Somewhere in Time. Um, my groom has been walked down to uh, Spirited Away. Um, the bridesmaids walk down to Tifa's theme, That's and a good one. 
the what was the other one? The ring ring bearer walked down to under the rotten pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um what was the other one? Oh, we had the roost as the processional from Animal Crossing, which is like the song that plays in the uh coffee shop. Mm. Mm-hmm. But there That's were a cool. lot of songs that like if you knew it, you were like, Oh but like otherwise oh, you're like, This is a very beautiful piece. Like we tried to make it yeah. so it wasn't like incredibly obvious that it was from a video game. So you didn't have like any weird like uh, you know stingers that were like quack 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 quack. Yeah. yeah, there was there was no banjo kazooie at our at our wedding. <laughs> the, no banjo kazooie. The, the priest opens his mouth and it's like. <laughs> Everyone's like what? <laughs> Oh, I'm actually uh, as a, in a in a surprise to everyone. Will Will Smith's getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Um in a surprise to everyone, my dad actually officiated the wedding. Oh. That's yeah, cool. We uh we didn't tell anybody about that. Um but like we we were up there and then there was like no one like to start the service and like we did this thing where like I looked down and he was like sitting right in front of me. I was like, "Yo, you got to you got to get up here." And he's like, uh, me? Yeah. Who? <laughs> nice. Nice. My brothers were like, what the hell? Like, it was pretty cool. Big old, like, boom sound. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. But yeah, you, you got married just in time for the 20th anniversary That's of, right. of Halo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that this week. Yeah. Because that yeah, happened. I did not expect that. I Yeah. Well, I did when all the data leaks started <laughs> happening the weekend before. Um. There were a bunch of people that found things on like Steam DB that, like the listings yeah, started popping I know that, up. I know the the pre-install went up early, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," but whatever. And I didn't think anything of it. And then right when the stream was starting, my my boss was like, "Yeah, there's rumors that they're gonna launch the multiplayer like in the next hour," and I was like, "They're not gonna do that." And then yeah. lo and behold, it happened. They did. Like, oh my god, they actually did it. Yep. And it ran, ran up. so good. Like, yeah, I was I was working uh, at my desk and I ran upstairs and I was like, Audrey, Halo, it's out now. Like, we're gonna play the multiplayer. And she's like, okay, all right, cool. And and, I, and I'm like, I thought you'd be excited. She's like, I am excited. It's just I have to work now. Yeah, I can't do anything <laughs> so, right now, so yeah. I have to wait. Yeah, I I uh, I think I played like two games at lunch, um, that day, and then I played that night for a couple hours. Um, yeah. We too. definitely played that night for a couple hours, and like the moment afterwards, she was like, "Can you like get it installing so that we're ready to go?" After Can you like hurry work? up? It was yeah, like, it was a sprint to get uh, you know to get through the workday and get everything done so that we could play. And then we've yeah. been playing almost every night since then. Nice. And even to the point where like we talked today about like, um, I I finished Far Cry Six today, finished the the IGN guide for it today after having looped around to Call of Duty Vanguard and then come back to it. And stuff like this. And my next project is Halo. And I was I was telling Audrey, I was like, ah, I wonder if campaign progress is going to be saved between Steam and Xbox. And maybe I can split up, you know, where I play what game, like where I can play it for work and all this sort of stuff. And then we can play together and it'll be separate. And she just kind of like was like, you know what? I I was thinking, you know, about that and about the campaign today. And I was like, I think I'm good. And I was like, wow. Like, she doesn't want crazy, to do the campaign? What a or... crazy evolution. She's like, she can wait because she's oh, having okay. so much fun with multiplayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is so crazy. She's be, She's gone full circle from 
she started the the first time she ever played Halo, and we were sitting on the couch last night, and she was like, she's like, can you can you believe? Because I was I was in Austin for my friend's bachelor party during the Destiny pre-event where they had you you had to go to the moon, and if you played during this period, you'd get like some bonus or something. Yeah, and that was back when I was super into Halo or uh, super into Destiny and stuff like that, and so she had done that um, for me, and she was terrified. Because like a hive priest came up and summoned a bunch of the zombies, and she's she doesn't play shooters and never did, and so she was like terrified uh, of this whole thing. And she and she looked at me last night and was like, "Can you believe that I got scared on the moon? <laughs> like that I was scared on the moon, and now I'm getting killing frenzies and yard sales with energy swords and multiplayer and capturing the flag and holding the oddball for the entire match myself and surviving. Yeah, and like getting all these things, you know." She's got a positive kill death ratio now in most games. Wow! Like that we play, which is like impressive. And we, yeah. we did ranked. We did ranked. Uh, multi. Oh my god, matches. ranked was so brutal day one. Yeah, I mean it was still pretty brutal it's, this week. It's calmed people, down. Um, people but... always drop out, and then yeah. you are down a person, and you inevitably lose, but very slowly. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy. Where she was like, man, like, go figure. She started by by playing for me in Halo 5, and now we've played through every game multiple times. I think Halo 1, she said, is her favorite game ever. And now here we are, infinite, full circle, and she's just, like, playing multiplayer all the time. I still and think Halo 1... when I'm Halo busy, 1, she's just like, I'm playing it myself. Yeah. I still think Halo 1 has the best AI out of all of them. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if it's because you can't understand them, and, like, that... It's just tricking my brain, but... <laughs> I feel like they're smarter in that game. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I haven't played the campaign yet for Infinite, so I can't really speak to that. But yeah, the yeah. multiplayer AI is really good. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Infinite, Infinite um, it... The multiplayer is so good. Like, you guys know me. Like, I don't I don't play a lot of multiplayer games, period. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly, like, other than Pokemon right now, it's the only thing that I am, like, thinking about constantly in the back of my mind of like yeah can i be done this thing so that i can go play halo um yeah. and i feel like if they if they fix the progression which i don't know if they have i haven't played since last week because of the wedding um if they f- they've patched it since last week to make it easier and to make to make some of the weekly challenges easier and to make it so that you always have one goal that is finish a match that gives 50 xp so you yeah. always at the end of a match, you always get something. But yeah, is the, the hill still as steep as it was? I think so. Yeah, I think it, they just made the challenges easier. It it hmm. yeah, the I think the one of the big problems with it right now is basically is is the battle pass and not then it not in its like purchasability or whatever, because like being able to just have it forever made me buy it immediately. Like the first thing I did when I logged in was buy it. But yeah, uh, I know that it's slow as hell. Like I played after those like four hours that first night, I was only battle pass like level two. That's what and I it's, mean. Like, like kind of brutal, you know. The no, the amount of time that like you sink into this, and it's like okay, I think like, I'm still only like level six or seven. I think I'm getting. I think it's because I'm getting like flashbacks from. Sorry, there's like something in my eye. Um, I think I'm getting like flashbacks from um, Destiny, where it's like you know you can sink. You're grinding 13, it out, yeah. 13 hours into something, and it's like, I feel like I should have something to show for this, and you just don't. You just don't, really. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. If you don't buy the battle pass, you really don't yeah. have anything to show and for it. And it's, right. it's also not as passive as 
like the uh, M the Master Chief Collection ones were, where you're just like playing. Like there are missions yeah, like and Master stuff to do, but like it felt like it went a lot faster. Yeah, like Master Chief Collection, I would play for fun, and then like the the Battle Pass was almost an afterthought, where it was like I'm playing this because I want to play. Well, you, yeah, you also didn't pay for them, and they were just kind of there, you know. Sure, but like uh, even even when I would go into it, it, like it always felt like there was something there for me to to grab or, or to um uh what's the word I want to like acquire like just like like I I had the points or whatever and like you go into that page and it's like here's everything that you've earned um yeah you know when it goes through that or or I think in in hey, Master Chief wasn't it you had so many credits and you could like basically no purchase it was, different it was items every time it. you leveled up you got a credit and then you yeah. could use that credit on any of the battle passes you had to unlock them in order like if you went to uh you know if the new season came out you couldn't go all the way to like the track 100 thing and be like i'm gonna buy the coolest thing here you had to right. go down the actual track but you could be like oh on season threes like i'm about to get this cool like warthog skin so i'll spend my credit there or whatever but it's still like it, it felt like you were at least getting items like yeah. this this I feel like I'm like all right. I played for four hours and there yeah. Got, there also aren't it. a lot of items right now. Uh, yeah. Like the battle pass actually has a lot. It has tons of like Halo Reach stuff on it. But yeah. Yeah, because it just takes about, it just yeah. takes so long. Like I, yeah. I it takes a long time to get it. So in. if you yeah. buy and and I just I haven't bought it yet. But like if you buy the battle pass, what happens? It uh, unlocks one additional weekly uh, goal that you can have. Okay. Uh, it lets you use all of the stuff up to your current level and that you level up. If you don't, um, the reach specific items that are like, there's like the noble team Spartan suit that you get immediately, but then there are certain upgrades that are only uh, equipable or certain like visors or accessories that are only equipable with the uh, noble team Spartan armor. And then there are some that are only equipable with the like stock armor. Mm -hmm. So like right now I have like the brace, the reinforcing brace that can only be used with my noble suit. Uh, and I have like, I think a chest piece for the noble suit. And then I got like one visor for the regular stock suit. And that's okay. kind of it. Um, and I'm like level seven. Yeah. So, and then you, you also, as you level up, you get, um, like you can swap, you get the swap items and the consumables that boost your EXP. But I'm not really sure what boosting your EXP for the next hour does other than like just give you more experience I, when you complete. I challenges. would assume that's what it does. Which seems... It's lame. like not that great, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. And and one thing that, that, uh, that Audrey brought up that I hadn't really thought about because I didn't really think about this that much. Uh, the one thing that I did think about is like well, I am going to play this on Game Pass on the campaign, and I am going to get a key for this game. What do I want to do on this Battle Pass thing? Because I don't love the idea of just, like, constantly dumping 10 bucks in, and I don't like the idea that, like, you don't pass you don't passively get premium currency from playing. Like, I think it would be cool if every level you got, like, I don't know, 50 credits of premium currency or 100 or something like that, so that, like, after you've played a bit, you can just buy the battle pass with the stuff that you've earned from playing. Right. Like, I wish you could do that instead of, nope, you have to pay $10 to get it, which like is whatever, but also reaches like something that I really enjoyed. Like 
yeah. before now, and who knows how I feel about Infinite. But, Reach is like maybe my favorite of the Halo games. So it, like I want to have that armor. So that's why I ended up doing it. I would say yeah. also it's not like a Destiny situation where there's like content associated with it that you just are not allowed to do when you don't no, unlock it's, it's it. Just well, it's, it's just cosmetics. It's just cosmetics. So if you look at a pass and you're like, I don't really like the stuff on here, you don't have to buy it really, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, you're still it, playing the game. You can still play all the yeah. game. Right. Right. It just comes down just, to what, like how badly do you want this item and are you willing to pay for the extra time it might take you to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. But one thing, like I was saying earlier, one thing that Audrey brought up that I hadn't thought of is, hey, if I do really well, like, does that help me? And the answer is no, basically. Like, because we, I got, I got an achievement for, uh, what was it, like, score over 2,000 points in a match. And I was like, sweet. And afterwards, I just got the same experience and level ups and progress as I would have if I did literally nothing the whole match except run around and do nothing which mm-hmm. i feel like could be and that doesn't feel good uh, yeah i feel like that could end up if it's not already being a problem um you know people like just um i mean destiny did the same thing people did it where they would just queue up and and go into you know whatever match i don't know if, if halo kicks you for an activity I, I imagine it does but i imagine it does yeah i mean that, I, that was a huge problem in, in destiny 2 um mm-hmm. in certain missions but all that said, like it still feels better than almost anything I've played in a very long time. Yeah, agreed. yeah. Like it, it's one of those things like Metroid Dread, where it's just like moving around in this world is awesome. Fighting all of these things are awesome, and yeah. what we're fighting are just other people or bots, and it's great. You know, the weapons are really good. I really like the new weapons. I don't love all of them, but like I pretty much like all of them to a certain extent. Um, some of the new weapons are like freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The, uh, whatever it is, the incinerator cannon or whatever, or the, uh, what is it? It looks, it looks almost like it's the sentinel it looks beam? almost like the, the, the box. It almost looks truck. like a brute. Um, no, it's the top loading single shell thing. You load it like a, like a, like a shotgun, but it shoots these like bouncing fire explosions. Oh, those. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that gun rips ass. I like that one. <laughs> if you want to. Like, if you want to kill more people than you can, even with the rocket launcher, use that thing. Yeah. Um, I also like the, um, the, oh, uh, the assault rifle, the fact that it can zoom, which I think I brought up during the test flight. I just mm-hmm. like using that. And, and like, people, myself included, shit on, on the AR a lot um, in Halo, because it's like, all right, here's the gun that you start with, but, like, don't actually use it. Get rid um, of it. Yeah. I feel like it's if- good, though. Yeah, I feel like if you do use that zoom and like really take advantage of it, you can get a lot done. Um, but the um, the one that's like a lightning cannon, that gun sucks. Yeah, yeah. You don't like that gun? No. No. All right. If I, you have good aim, it's good. Yeah, I I like it a lot. But I'm playing on PC. I mean, I'm playing on PC also, and I just feel like I can't hit the broadside of a barn with it. Oh. <laughs> I can hit vehicles with it, which feels good. But yeah. every time I don't, I think I've hit maybe one person ever with it. And I just, how do we yeah, feel? Like, eh. How do we feel about the Hornet? The Hornet, the, the vehicle, like the the wa- the floating the, the, the wasp, ship? the wasp. I haven't, yeah, wasp. I haven't, I haven't even driven one yet. I was shooting a banshee with one the other night, and I was strafing backwards, staying out of its bullet path, and yeah. it was strafing, and like it to me, it looked like it was shooting just past me. Yeah. Uh, except then I fucking exploded. And I was going to say, because that's, that's how that. you shoot that thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, the, that thing. If you're good with that, like you can, you can do some serious damage on the opposing team. Um, or or get you know, if you're on the receiving end of it, like mm-hmm. you're gonna have a bad time. Every time I destroy one of those things, I get a killjoy, which says something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can get a like, ton of kills in that thing. Everybody in that thing is on a spree of some sort. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've never flown yeah. one. I always see them in the air coming at me, and then I'm just like, well, time to destroy that. Or die. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyway. Halo's good. Halo's good. And it's free. Surprise, surprise. So it's it's definitely going on my uh even uh, apart from the campaign, it's definitely going on my favorites of twenty twenty one. I can't wait for this game campaign. I was I was afraid that um it wasn't gonna work well like that first week but it's been fine you know what they've That's done so they've done enough tests yeah like and i mean i don't know there are yeah. no strangers to uh online multiplayer like if this was a nintendo game i think we'd all be like nothing works we'll, we'll see yeah. you yeah. know yeah it's it's interesting because we all said it here and i know that a lot of our industry colleagues also said it like you know um people on Unlocked or other Xbox podcasts saying like 343 has to put up. They have to put up or shut up because this is their third attempt. Fourth attempt if you count the Master Chief Collection, which I you should. You No, so you four, absolutely should. Four, five, Master Chief and Infinite. This is their fourth attempt. And all of those were messes to different, to varying degrees. Uh, I think that before this, I think that four was their biggest success, but then it just, like the story in five was not good. It had a tons of potential, but it just was squandered. Yeah. Uh, and then the Master Chief was a mess for a very long time, and the state that it's in now is pretty good. You know, I I still don't think. I mean, that it's still it's like, technically in a beta. Yeah. You want to call it that? Is, air quote. Which is wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but then you know infinite playing in the you know multiplayer flights and then now playing it in beta which whatever the fuck that means yeah like how much is this gonna change like it's not not at all i mean it feels fine yeah it's felt fine for a long time it's not in beta the game is out yeah uh and then it's really coming out out with the campaign on december 8th uh and by all accounts like the it, Halo, like a lot of the headlines are like Halo is back, like this is and like I feel it, I feel it in my bones. Like I like Chris was saying, like this is the thing that we do now. And I think I tweeted about this, but like our since the since Halo's multiplayer went live, Audrey and I coordinating what we are doing each night is separated into two categories: Halo and other, and it's usually Halo and Halo or Halo and other. Typically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some form of Halo happening every night at our house. Um, and whether it's literally me hearing the floor shaking above me right now as Audrey plays uh, on the Series X or whether <laughs> we're playing together with me on my laptop playing, you know, next to her or down here at my at my freaking battle station or whatever. Uh, it's It's happening and it's been super, super fun. It's been great to improve and have that just 
we, we would talk a lot about the extrinsic rewards of the battle pass, but the intrinsic rewards of just playing the game and getting better at it and seeing your stats afterwards and be like, wow, I got like 20 plus kills that match and I didn't die very much, you know, or these sorts of things. Or like, wow, I captured two of the three flags that we needed to win and we did it, you know? Like just that feeling is so good of just doing the thing. And I think the best, uh, when games are at their best is when just doing the thing feels amazing. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what we have. So it's awesome. Two things I want to touch on before we move off of this. Um, do you guys think, um, do you think it's too slow? Like the movement is too slow? No. No. no I feel pretty good about it. I, lo- I love what they've done. Um, I think it's, I think it's the best it's felt since Reach, um, IMO. Um, I asked because a buddy of mine I was talking to him at the wedding about it a little bit, and he was saying he um, he was like, I wish it was more like five because five was so fast paced and like yeah. um, like five was like almost like a blend of Halo and Call of Duty. Um, yeah. This is much more of a return to form, and yeah. I think what's interesting about that observation is that people that are fans of five and if like if they really vibed with that one they're kind of screwed um because this <laughs> seems like it's going to be like the game for the generation like like for this generation yeah, they've of said Xbox this is consoles. the next 10 years of halo that's what i mean like yeah. so if you don't like this game like you're you kind of don't have a halo other than master chief collection or or one of or you know or, or five like there's nothing for you to look forward to other than potential updates that they have coming. Um, you yeah, know, depending which, on what, what they let you tweak and don't let you tweak. It's just, it was just an interesting, uh, you know, thing I thought, cause I was like, I'm loving it. Like I, this is yeah, the, if you, you know, loved jumping up into the air and doing that Spartan, like ground pound thing, like that just doesn't, it's not there. Exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that sucks. And like, I definitely understand that I'm, I'm not in that camp. But I'm not either. It's definitely, it's definitely the thing of like what we've talked about with Metroid or with Final Fantasy or things like this, where it's just like the franchise just kind of left, just kind of left me. You know what I mean? Like if if you loved first person Metroid, like you were eating for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now that 2D is back, you know, and and I've I've always been like, I feel like you should have both. Like people who love, for whom Mario Odyssey is their favorite game, that's fucking awesome. I. It's not for me. Yeah. And so I'm glad that I still get stuff like Mario 3D World or 3D Land or like the 2D Mario games. Like, I think we should just get both. Yeah. You know, and, but in this instance, you kind of can't. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you can go back and play five. I don't know how many people are playing five, but like, you can't move to the new stuff, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, the other, yeah. Uh, the other piece of it I wanted to touch on was have you guys seen digital foundries look into the campaign that they did mm-hmm. um, no i think they posted it over the weekend um or at least i watched i, I watched the video yesterday um they touched on and it, it sounds like it's all things that they could fix and hopefully they fix by launch um but there were certain uh things that they pointed out in the campaign that it's not like a it's not a huge deal um it just seemed like it was like pretty unpolished. Like one of them was the cutscenes, like the frame rates for the characters and the animations are kind of all over the place. Like 
the cutscene may run at like 60 fps but a character may move at like 24 or 30 mm. super um, weird yeah so like everything just like looks like really off and then apparently um if you're playing like one of them was playing on a an hdr tv and like it was a a cutscene and like the they have the black bars like at the top and bottom and they like hadn't it was like a pre-rendered video and they hadn't um like adjusted it for hdr properly so it was like all the bars were like really gray and everything was washed out and like looked really shitty um hmm. and it it was like the first thing that they saw when they booted it up cuz it's like the intro like video that plays or whatever Weird. at the beginning of the game and they were like i really hope they fix this because it's like people are going to boot this up and it's the first thing they see when they start this game and they're going to be like why does it look like shit <laughs> mm-hmm. but um hmm. i don't know i mean hopefully they you know they patch it out by the time the game comes out they have a couple weeks um yeah but yeah i just it kind of could be an old build but um i mean it is yeah yeah but i uh yeah i heard that and i just thought it was uh thought it was funny Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But really good video, though. You should check it out. I don't know what it's called, but it's on Digital Foundry's uh, channel. Yeah, because I know that I'm jumping into it so soon, I haven't really watched anything about the campaign. Yeah. And, like, the info information only started trickling out on that, like, very recently. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, I, I finished Far Cry 6 today. Uh, speaking of games that are going on my favorite games of the year list and we're going to be talking about uh during our game of the year discussion that one definitely goes on there for me nice um it's it's not to the extent of uh of death loop but there is a degree to which far cry 6 just kind of ends <laughs> like it 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 uh it didn't end the way i expected it to end i guess i will put it that way but um but man what a freaking game Outside of oof, outside of the way that it treats like skills and perks uh, and the secret ending, both of which I preferred in Far Cry Four, I think this is my favorite Far Cry game. Hmm. Um, it's really really good. Uh, I like the world. I like the characters. Um, the gameplay is really really good. The gunplay is good. Um, the vehicles are good. You have a lot of freedom. Like having pets run around with you is really good. The fact that the entire game is multiplayer, like. Game's awesome. Catch a fever for real. Nice. Like, um, yeah, it's a blast. And there's and and hey, if you're looking on weapon advice or just stuff like that, I wrote the guide. So hey. go check it out hey. on IGN.com. There's some really awesome weapons in that game. Have uh have either of you picked anything up during these Black Friday sales? I, that are I did occurring? today actually. Really? Yeah. Did you really? I bought uh, Tales of Arise because it was like 20 bucks off. And uh, I've only played the first like 30 minutes on my lunch break. But I have a feeling I'm going to get sucked into that. Nice. Seems cool. I may pick that one up when it's like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. 20 or 30 bucks, something like that. Somebody Uh, had it for 30. I want to try it um, because I know so many of my friends and, you know, people... Uh, really like it and yeah. i kind of fell off a of scarlet nexus so i was like well i'll try this one because everybody says this was better um but yeah i haven't cool. picked up anything yet but i'm i'm open to it yeah uh, i actually bought like a couple of other things like i just bought a uh 
since I bought my electronic kit, I haven't had a drum thrown. I've just been using Audrey's piano bench. And so I just, I bought one last night. I'm buying a bike tomorrow. Um, I got my, as I showed it off, I got my 20th uh, anniversary Xbox controller. Thank you, Chris, for the letting me know that it was available. Yep. Um, Even on my wedding day, I've got notifications turned on for Warrior 64, man. This guy, <laughs> this guy. Oh, also, also, I, I'm just going to wheel back for a second to show you guys this shirt. Oh, nice. Nice. That's cool. Explore, explore Zebes, and it's a picture of Samus's ship taking off into the sky with clouds beneath, but it also, if you kind of unfocus your eyes, looks in the like shape, a Metroid. Yeah, in the shape of a Metroid. That's cool. Really, really cool. So I got like five different colors of this shirt because I like it. Where, who it's made really that? Where'd that well. come from? Um, Shit, I do not know. Hold on. Let me I didn't know if it was like um, take my fucking clothes fan off gamer or something like that. Uh, I don't know. No. Audrey found it for me. Or no, no, no. I saw it on Twitter or something like that, and I think I sent it to her. Actually, you know what? I can look that up real quick. Uh, it's it's the t-shirt company is Canvas, uh, but I will scroll up and see if I can find that. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Pokemon a little bit later, but uh, you guys can pick it up uh, um, and uh, talk about whatever you want. First. I so I <laughs> did the thing that I do every year at Black Friday, um, and what, I bought what all games the you're not going to play. I bought all the games that I've been waiting to buy that I'm not going to play. Yeah. Um, so I got Monkey Ball, uh, Resident Evil Village, Hot Wheels Unleashed, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Deathloop okay. for PC. Ooh. Uh, the Metroid Explorer Zeebs t-shirt is via Public. Oh, yeah. T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. They got good stuff. Yeah, it looks, looks really, really good. I like it a lot. Yeah. So I saw and then that and I was like, I need it. Walmart had both of the um, the new Pokemon releases digital for seventy bucks, like total for both of them. Mm. Um, so I picked that up. Um, I started playing Pearl. Jess picked up uh, Diamond. Cool. How's that? So, Is it a nice nostalgic um, romp? Well, you know what's funny? I never played Gen Four. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't either. Yeah, so yeah, so it's, it's wow. I'm the only one. It's completely yeah, I, new to me. I played through Diamond, and then when the third version, Platinum, came out, I played the hell out of that one. Yeah. So I've everyone says Platinum's like twice. very, very good. It but. is. It is. That's the one where that's the one where Giratina is the thing. So like, there's a whole thing where you deal with Giratina, which was like, honestly, one of my favorite legendaries in a really long time. And I imagine that's not in these. Uh, I haven't heard whether or not. I think they have it in there. I think Giratina is in Diamond also, or at the very least is mentioned. But like Giratina is like the main drive of Diamond. Um, How to catch all legendary Pokemon? <laughs> uh, Giratina is in these games. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they, they would have it in there. Um, yeah, but then they're like the focal point, and uh, in Platinum, they kind of like unify uh, both of them. the games. Yeah, and, like, Crystal, the Crystal did the same I love, thing. I love those. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I actually bypassed uh, that whole thing because I was just like, and you, you, can, you can 
you probably saw this if you follow me on Twitter, but I was like, yo, time for confession. I've played every Pokemon game except for gold and silver. Should I wild buy me. this new brilliant diamond and you know, this remake of a game that I've already played twice effectively, or should I pick up heart gold or soul silver? And like the vast majority of people were like, yes, are you nuts? Play soul silver and heart gold. Yeah. So I, uh, I picked up, so they're like wildly overpriced apparently like for the cartridges. If you have an, a complete inbox copy, like I, I have a complete inbox heart gold they go for like 400 bucks now on eBay. Yeah. And like not even so, like sealed. Yeah. So I just got it on my emulator. There you go. <laughs> so I got Soul Silver and I started playing through it. I think I've played like 14 hours right now. Yeah. I've beaten the first two gyms and I've got like a whole team going. That's uh, my that's my favorite Pokemon game. Like period. So far, like I, I get it. It's, yeah, it's I haven't it, played the remix, but I played the originals. <laughs> Okay, so then you can answer a question for me because I've been trying to figure out how much they added into this game. Uh, How much much of this was stuff they added into the franchise for gold and silver and how much of it was stuff that future games did that they incorporated into heart gold and soul silver. Uh So did you have berries? Yeah, I think silver? so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been a really long give, time since I've played it, but could you give your Pokemon items to hold that would do stuff? I yes, because you had to do you had to give like Slow King or Slow Poke a King's Rock to get Slow King and stuff okay. like that. Like that's when the, all that wow. was introduced. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember uh, that, but I'm. <clears throat> Been a and long then time. the full the 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 phone call thing. The phones the were in it. Tracker. The phones were a thing in the game because you would beat the trainers and they would like give you their phone number and then when you were playing yeah, they'd later like, they'd like call you and you'd go rematch yeah. them and their Pokemon would be like evolved and stuff. Yeah, Dude, I, I had that. an amazing conversation with one of the people that called me on the phone and I was like, "This is fucking goatee material right here." <laughs> so I I fought this fisherman on the docks. It's right? like, you killed oh, my gave, fish. Yeah. Yep. And he gave me his phone number. And then he just randomly called me at like midnight or 1230 uh, in the morning and was like, hey, hey you up? Brian, what's going on? How you doing? I just wanted to say, lately, I've been spending so much time with Goldeen. I've been spending more time with my Goldeen Pokemon than I have with my own kids. <laughs> I guess that's a bad thing. All right, I'll talk to you later. And I was like, what <laughs> I used the to fuck? Love that. It was that so was random. amazing. Yeah. I'm like, why are you spending more time with your fish than your children, man? Go home. Be a family man. <laughs> My goodness. No, I mean part of it. But too, I was like, this is amazing. The part of it too with, with silver and, and soul silver. Like Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they were better versions of those original games like just graphically um control wise and then like i think like they made berries better um like they grow in real time um you know if you plant them anywhere and things like that the dude makes the pokeballs in real time he's like yeah come back tomorrow yeah yeah yeah. what yep and there's like time tracking and stuff like they had that the amount of expanding of the systems that they did from red and blue to gold and silver is bonkers yeah and the fact that 
the series basically never expanded beyond that, seemingly. Like, they added, like, in Ruby and Sapphire, they added, like, beauty contests, but it was just a bunch of garbage I didn't care about. Right. Like, this was yeah, like, all stuff that, like, fed into the main... That's yeah, what I had breeding like, and stuff. Um, they added, like, core mechanics to the gameplay yeah. that, like, have, you know, existed throughout and ever since. Yeah. Gold and silver. And you had and breeding in the first game, but they literally start the... Like, you could never engage with it. Um, and they start you off, like, you you know, one of the first things they do is give you an egg that you walk around mm-hmm. with and then hatch it. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so like, I see it. There's that there's, um, the legendaries in that game are super fun to get. Um, like we'll I, see, I'm, I'm not, not there yet, not yeah. even just like, like Ho and Lugia, like, um, like the Reggie's are super fun. Um, I know that the, the legendary dogs are like renowned. Yeah. The like legendary dogs, favorite. Latios and Latias. Like there's so, or no, Latios and Latias might've been, that's, that's, that's Ruby. Latios and, and Latias is, is Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the legendary dogs, they're super fun to get. Um, and the Reggies are also then, from, uh, from Sapphire and Ruby, the Regice, Registeel yeah. and stuff like that. And then I imagine, you know, what happens when you beat silver. It's been spoiled many times. Yeah. For me. So yeah. like, which is unfortunate, but you know, whatever. Which I mean, like, it was a big. It was crazy it was when you were deal. when you were a kid sure. and it happened. But yeah, and it was like it's like oh Symphony of the Night. Like everybody knows, even if you haven't played. Yeah. Symphony yeah. Of the Night, you know. You know. Or about even if you haven't watched Star Wars, or even if you haven't watched The Sixth Sense, like right. Just people just know. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, that, that game's incredible. So so I I mean I'm looking forward to that moment because that kind of makes this like as somebody for for whom like i mean when we did our favorite games of all time like red blue and yellow was on there for me so yeah. like if this just has that then like i think de facto this would it's like it ki- it kind of does well. it's almost like an epilogue it has like an epilogue to red and blue in a way yeah. um, interesting yeah I'm, I'm excited to to experience it um i i actually jumped into eastward uh wonderful friend of the show and former uh guest host ronnie barrier bought me one of the games off of my wish list as a congratulations for getting my full-time uh status with ign and so i jumped into eastward which is the game that he picked up for me and i had been playing like heart uh soul silver and then i hopped into this and it has like an absolutely gobsmackingly incredible intro and the music is outstanding i'm like i'm literally watching the intro cinematic for eastward and i'm like i need the soundtrack and i need it immediately i need it right now <laughs> uh and i don't care really about soundtracks for games that much yeah uh and then i started playing it and i it was like there's a crt filter on it and i'm like fuck and then i went back to play pokemon and i was like god damn it i should not have done that because now i just want to play this other mm-hmm. game yeah uh are you playing uh, on your emulator? Are you playing in single screen or dual? Like I always have a hard, and this is why I've never gone back and played Soul Silver because I don't want to play it on a handheld, but I also don't want to play it on like a TV where the DS emulator is like top and bottom or left mm-hmm. and right, and it looks real shitty. I'm playing. I'm playing it left and right. I'm playing it on my laptop. Okay. Um, and it's pretty good. And I actually found out that you can just use your mouse for the. Oh yeah, you can just touch click stuff, on it. Yeah, which is like really cool. I got stuck on a puzzle, and then I had to look up like how do you rotate the pieces in these puzzles? Because mm. like this is clearly not working, and like you have to like double tap it and stuff. So I had to get a little fiddly with that, but it's working. Nice. I had one like weird visual glitch, but other than that, it runs totally fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, to play more. But everybody was talking about how gold and silver were good, and I get it. 
So they are good. I may uh, I say this now and I won't uh, go back and play one of them when the uh, the analog pocket comes out. Yeah, right. And right now my I'm using uh, Quilava, Whooper, Mareep, Hoot Hoot, um, the Togepi that hatches out of the egg, and then my last one is that uh, flying grass one that you get. That looks like a. I, I just I named it, it. I named it a uh, little demon because it's little red dude with that flies around. Yeah, hop it. Yeah. Um. Who's one. your starter? Uh, Quilava. The oh oh okay. Little, yeah, yeah, little yeah. spiky Cyndaquil. spiky fire dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's leveled up once. I had Onyx on my team for a while, but I'm trying to use. I've never had Onyx on my team, and he's really good. And you get him in a trade, so he like levels up really fast. Yeah. He yeah. actually. I had a very tense moment where I was. Uh, the literally the only person in the flying gym that was able to fight against these people was Onyx. Yeah. And he like, just, the boss totally destroyed all my other Pokemon. Onyx is the only one left. And he leveled up to the point where he stopped listening to me. Oh. In the fight. Oh, wow. And then is that the, on against the, last, the Miltank? No, 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 no. This is the Pidgeotto. Oh, okay. But it still like, hurts like hell on everything else. But yeah. it's like, and he's got really high defense, and he's got good defense against flying stuff, but it was like, he's loafing around. He's not doing this move. He's doing something else. And I was just like, come on, dude. Like, I, I really I need, I need you to you win. I come in clutch now, yeah. yeah. Because if not, I'm going to fucking die here. Like, <laughs> you know, the stakes are never really that high with Pokemon, but it was still, like, tense because yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, he's wiped my entire team. Nobody else can fight him. Uh, that sort of stuff, which is, which is fun. I think that's why I'm excited for uh, to keep playing Pearl because <clears throat> apparently like it is very much just like a direct remake of that game uh, like it's not like a let's go like let's go was super easy i thought um sword and shield i thought the difficulty in sword and shield was kind of all over the place um like sun it, and moon was like consistently difficult though sun and moon was hard like that was yeah. that was a pretty difficult game um yeah. but i'm excited to to get into one that um a that i haven't played and um, you know, that has a little bit more challenge to it, but, um, they, uh, uh, people need to calm down on the internet with like the, the way that this game looks. I think the only, the main complaint that I have right now is the, um, the soundtrack is not great. Like mm-hmm. not even just like the, the compositions, like the, the orchestrations and, and all that, but like the quality of the sound of the soundtracks is like, hmm doesn't sound good like it's almost annoying at least so far it has been um almost annoying like like there 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 are certain songs that i'm like this isn't even a good song like it's not like going into like um i mean lavender town scary but like that was just the first one i thought of but or like cerulean city or like any of them where they have these like really memorable tunes like this one uh, i don't none of them are sticking out um or like none of them are like cool i i want to hear an orchestrated version of that and like listen to that while i'm working or whatever like yeah it's, it's all forgettable yeah one, yeah but that's a shame yeah but i'm enjoying my time with it at least mm. i kind of find that other than the the whole giratina thing uh in diamond like i don't really remember that game at all i mean uh, they all start to blend together eventually I mean, but like, I remember, I remember red and blue. I remember Ruby and Sapphire for sure. Cause I played that one for like almost 400 hours. Cause I got really big into breeding in that one 
specifically. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what this episode's going to be called. I got really. <laughs> we got, I got, we got really some good ones. We got some good. Now, fun. I I think that may have been. I may have said this before, and that may have been. I think there's a previous episode of this show that's called I Got Really Brian Got Really Into Breeding in College <laughs> or something like that. Interesting. I think I think that may go back and, and, and see if I'm right. If I'm right, I'm very impressed with myself. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna look. Say. I'm gonna look while we're Um <clears throat> But yeah, like I and I remember I guess black and white kinda blends together a little I'd bit. Never but played, I remember X I and never Y. Played black and white or X and Y. I, remember, I haven't played any since Ruby. Yeah, I remember X and Y. I remember Sun and Moon. I remember Sword and Shield, I guess, a little bit. I think Sword and Shield's probably going to be one of those forgettable ones. But I really liked Y and X and Y. X and, and Y, uh, I think, were the Sun last ones that I, I really fell in love with. Um, I did not like Sword and Shield. I fell off of uh, Pokemon for a while, but like when X and Y was coming out, I was like, I don't know what it is about this, but like I was there. Like I went there. I actually like was late to work. Uh, that was back when I worked at the mortgage company. I like went in early to get Y. Yeah. Like, and uh, like, I really like um, Xerneas and Eveltal. The legendaries are yeah. like, really cool. Like I'm still, um, I'm still upset that they never did like a Z of those games. Cause I totally would have played. That, that. would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I loved yeah. that game. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. And it was like all French and stuff, which yep. is cool. Yep. That's really, really cool. I do, I do really like the Hawaiian vibe in Sun and Moon, but uh, I, I'm excited to see what the new Pokemon games will do when we're not always playing remakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Well, doesn't Azurius come out in like February or something like that? The, uh, um, yeah. Arceus. The Legends or Azurius Pokemon or whatever Legends it's called. Arceus. Arc, Arc. Yeah. Yeah, it's Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it's good. <laughs> I hope it's good. It's, I want, every, I want everything to be good, but yeah. yeah, I with Pokemon, other than the card game, which I play still on occasion because it's freaking excellent. I haven't engaged with it as much just because I feel like they're not really giving me what I maybe want. But yeah, I don't know. I thought about dipping into this one, but then I was like, do I really want to turn my switch on right now? And I was like. Not really. So I've been playing my Switch a lot night. lately, like more than, I, more than I expected it. to be. Yeah. I just like all I'm the getting, stuff I want to play is not on there right now. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. I don't really. Yeah, everything I want to play is basically like on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just I was literally crawling into bed last night and I and I had my Switch with me and I'm like I don't even know why I brought this up here because yeah. like I there's nothing I want to play on it like. Mm-hmm. Other than like just you, going into the lab in Dragon Ball or something and just trying to figure out new combos or something like. Do you play video everything games? Everything I want in to play is no, mm. almost never. Yeah, I don't either. But I was just like I just I like stopped. had it with me. Um, typically, I, I just read. Like I'll, I don't even I'll do read that. A little bit. I go lay in I bed when I'm to... like I'm gonna go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. To, to me, bed is for two things, and if I'm not doing any either of those two things, then I would rather be in a place that is more conducive to doing those, yeah. whatever I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of times Audrey will read. And so like, I just want to be with her. So I'll just do something. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, I was like, I was up there and I brought my switch with me and I had my phone and stuff like this. And I was just like, I really wish that the freaking Steam Deck was out because that would be fucking perfect because I want to play, I would play, you know, Eastward. I would play, you know, I don't know. Like I would play other stuff that was more I would, what I wanted. I would play Owlboy since I've been waiting to play it for five years Ever. or whatever yeah, it's it is. Like, I w- or I would play Resident Evil 2 Remake. Like I would play, I would play the stuff that I want to play. It's going to be really I- funny when the Steam Deck comes out and you still don't play those games. Yeah, I see. But here's the thing. <laughs> That's literally the first thing I'm going to do when I get it is I'm going to load it up with it. Cause I have, we'll so I, I, have, I, have the same, I have the same thought as well. Like I, I, I genuinely do, but like I but have of a the feeling two of us. I play my backlog games and you don't, I don't, I don't, I've gotten so, better. Lately. So of the two of us, I am definitely the more likely to actually do this. Yeah. So like I'm literally I'm looking at this right now and I'm looking right here on my on my Steam library to play games. Blasphemous, Danganronpa 3, Dark Deity, Death Gambit Afterlife, Eastward, Skyrim Special Edition, Eldest Souls, Half-Life 2, Neo 2, Resident Evil 2, Wargroove. Most of those games are really good handheld. They're just not big destination games like if I am on my PC, something really powerful, I don't really want to be playing Blasphemous. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Like, I don't want to play, like, Spiritfarer or something on my PC. Yeah, like, these would be great games to just, like, pick up, and if I'm going to the bathroom or if I'm sitting at the table, at the lunch table, waiting for Riley to finish her lunch, but, like, I don't really have anything to do, and I don't really want to carry my laptop around everywhere. Like, I can just grab my Steam Deck, like... I'm telling you, I think this thing is just going to be, like, the thing. Because, like, Danganronpa, that is a perfect handheld game. But, like, I don't really want to, like, pull out my laptop or my be on my desktop to play it. No. Yeah. You know? So, I that's, that's no, just, I have, like, No, I have plenty thing. of games like that. Um, you know, so. but... But I think that I think the reason I'm and don't get me wrong I'm getting a Steam and, Deck. And feel free out. to come back and I told you so if that doesn't happen. No, no, I think I, honestly the reason I say that is like there are plenty of games that I already own that I own on Switch that I had the same thought about where it's like when Jess is watching her baking shows and I don't want to be sitting at my desk this will be the perfect game to play for that mm-hmm. and nine times that and maybe it's because of what else is on the switch. Um, but like nine times out of 10, if I am doing that, I'm playing Mario galaxy. I'm playing Mario golf. Like I'm playing Nintendo titles on those systems. Mm. I'm not playing, um, hyper light drifter and hollow Knight and oh, walk a melee. Like I'm not playing any of those games and I don't know what it's going to take for me to finally do that, but I don't You're think probably just not going to do it. I'm exactly. I just don't think I'm going to do it at this point. That's that's, that's the realization me. I had, or is like, there's all these things I want to do, but then you think about it and you're like, am I ever if actually I going to, it, to sit down and do this? If I really right, wanted I, to do it, I would have done it. I would have done it exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. And I yeah, I think the thing for me is that like I've gotten to the point where it it being something that I want to do isn't enough. It has to be something that I want to do in the way that I can do it. So like. I like playing fighting games. A lot of fighting games are exclusive to PS5. I don't really like the PS5 controller. That's not good enough. 
I'm not going to settle for that. So I'm just going to play on PC where I can play with what I want. Yeah. And so the thing for me is like, if it's not in a form factor that I want, or it's on Switch and it just doesn't run that well, or it's a cloud version of something, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it where I can do it the way I want to. So Yeah, and I get that. But I think that's... Even that's different than what I'm talking about. Like... Sure. The Shovel Knight expansions. Like, while very good, I've never beaten a single one. Oh, really? I never have either. Yeah. I've I've come very far. The the only one I haven't beaten is King of Cards. And I just... I don't like the way he controls as well as the other two. I beat I beat the rest of them. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed what I played of them. But, like, even, you know, every couple months I dip back into it for, you know, an hour or two. And I'm just like, all right. Like, and, and I just leave. And that's fine. Just, that are happens. Are you making progress or are you just, like, just dipping? Uh, I might play a level. Like, I might beat a level. And then I'm just like, okay. Like, I, I got I got what I came for. And then I just mm-hmm. leave. <laughs> um, And I think I do that with a lot of games. But that's just also... Yeah, you know, I play whatever I feel like playing at that time. You get in Which moods. Is awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whatever you're, gonna you're just for, like. But... I want. I really want to play like a puzzle game, and then you're like on Tetris for like three hours. You know. Yeah. Well, it happened. Resident Evil Seven was the the perfect example of like I'm ready to play a Resident Evil game, and yeah, you know, sure as shit, that's all I did for that week. And a lot of people talk trash about like Far Cry Six and it just being another one of those, but like. I like you guys definitely remember me talking about it. like I was in the mood. I was ready for that game. And, and that like, happens. One of the biggest bummers was that like I got, you know, just like for work got pulled off of Far Cry to work on Call of Duty, which like right. is more important this year. You know, that sort of a thing covering that sort of a thing is more important, but Far Cry 6 doesn't have save states or save games, so like I couldn't just play to the end in my spare time like if I wanted to, and then just go back and do it for work. Because like, if you finish it, that's it. You can't redo missions. So mm-hmm. I was just like, well, that kind of sucks. Like I really want to play this game, but like for whatever reason, I can't do it. I've said this before on the show and I still don't have the answer. Who is spending full price on Ubisoft games in November? On November 1st, I'll uh, say that. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the last Ubisoft game I bought. <laughs> Like, wait, hold Riders, on, hold on. Riders Republic came out three weeks ago, and it's already $25 because of Black Friday. Like, who bought that game at full price at launch? I don't know. Hold on. I, I really have to know. Josh has piqued my interest. I, I couldn't I tell you, dude. Know, I have no idea what the last. I have to it's got to be what, The Division. I have to know so what the last ago. game I bought It's probably, or was. The Division 2. That was probably the last one that you bought. But that was like. Did you play that, Valhalla? No. It's got to be that. Okay, I did not buy Valhalla. I didn't buy Red <laughs> Republic. I didn't get Watch Dogs Legion. I didn't get Rainbow Six. I got Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six already. But... What would you have played it on, Josh? Division 2? Oh, any Ubisoft game on PlayStation oh, or on uh, PC? I mean, it depends on when it came out, right? But it would have been yeah, a console. Uh, other than, like, Division 2 I have on PC. Okay. Jesus Christ. I, so I got Far Cry 6 for work. I did not play Valhalla. I got Division 2 for work. I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey for testing what would become uh, that... Stadia? Uh, Stadia. For what would become Stadia, I got a free copy of Odyssey, so I didn't pay for that. I reviewed Assassin's Creed Origins for this show as like one of the first games that I got. 
a review code for, so I didn't buy that. Jesus Christ, was the last game that I bought of Ubisoft's, like, The Division 1? <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, I, I think Division 2 I bought right when... And I got uh, Far Cry 4 on sale. Or, like, kind of right between the in-between period when I was laid off and then before I started at GameSpot. So I bought that um, and just played it for like two weeks straight and then i have never touched it again i can't even think i can't even think of the last ubisoft game i i bought besides that so yeah the last the last game the last ubisoft game i bought at full price was the division one that's insane (laughs) i was still in the apartment when that came out now you're a homeowner yeah now i'm a homeowner and married the only reason that I bought that one was because at the time I was playing a lot of multiplayer games on Xbox with uh, one of my coworkers, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Skinner. Shout out to him, longtime friend, the first friend that I made in Texas, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it was big multiplayer. Yeah, it was just we were doing Destiny, and then the Division was coming out, and he was like, "Yo, the Division." Yeah, and it's I'm gonna like, be, okay, it's gonna be sick, it. and then it was fine. We're gonna, we're gonna play it together, yeah. and then we played through it, and then did like one dip into the dark zone and like maybe one raid. And then I was like, ah, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to be on. I, every, I think it, I think that every black Friday when games go on sale, it had, last year it was uh Phoenix rising, immortals, Phoenix rising. That game mm-hmm. was like 25 bucks and it had just come out. And, and you're and like, I was, Ooh. Like, I was like, do I want to get this? But then also I was like, who bought this for $60 and is kicking themselves right now? Like I, yeah, because you know there's people out there that are doing it. And it happens It happens every all the time. Fucking year with I mean Ubisoft that's games. that's why I waited on Tales of Arise a bit cuz I was like if I still want this later like I'll wait for the you know the inevitable Black Friday sale and then when I saw that it was on sale I was like yeah okay. This will yeah. be a good like when I can't you know when I'm on vacation, you know, winter vacation I can kind of plow through this. Yeah. Oh, also, quick aside, this has been really surreal to see all these deals popping up because this is the first time I have not worked an IGN Black Friday in a minute. This is the first time I haven't worked Black Friday in two years, two or three years. And previous to that, I had worked the IGN ones. So, I, Yeah, IGN staffers have Thursday and Friday off if you're not working commerce, oh. like actually working the thing. And so I'm actually going to have Thanksgiving off for the first day in years yeah so i'm looking forward to that i have uh i have saturday sunday but um i'm off thursday friday i i'm curious what is on sale that i either don't have or don't i my thing now is if it's if it's something that i feel like i really want then i'll get it but most of the time nine times out of ten every time i would see like a PSN sale and it'd be like mega sale six things up to 60% off I would just scroll and scroll and scroll and be like I don't I, I'm not gonna play this I the PSN sales I never I never even look at it anymore yeah um, but the Black Friday is when I'm like like there there are games that I look at in the beginning of the year I, Resident Evil was the perfect example where mm-hmm. I was like I haven't beaten seven and I know this game is gonna be on sale on Black Friday I will buy it when it's $20 and sure as shit. That's exactly what yeah. happened. And I was like, perfect. So I'm looking um, at the IGN Walmart deals right now and I'm scrolling through this list. And I think the only thing on here that I would buy is, uh, the new guardians game. 
which is like on PS5 for 35 bucks. You know what I impulse bought and I I, I may have said that it's good, so yeah, yeah. I may end up returning it. I, I don't know if I, I don't think either of you have played it. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. I've never oh, played any of those. Never played I haven't either. Chronicles game, but I know people. I've heard that, they're good. Yeah, people that play them really like them. Um, mm-hmm. But I uh, I did get that. That's definitely one of those fan of the genre type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like I need an anime game. <laughs> if you want a really cheap looking. Japanese RPG. I need a. This is the I one need a. You. I need a weeb game. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there's a Back to the Future Playmobil. Now I'm just. Now I'm just shopping. Yeah. 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 The only thing that I've seen that's on sale that like I'm interested in that I haven't already played or don't have access to is probably that. Other than that, I'm probably just gonna look up like, yo, what 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 were the goatee contenders, you know, that this I haven't year? played. At all the outlets that I haven't played that looked interesting that I just didn't get around to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did we want to end the show now or did we want to dip into talking about the Game Awards nominees? I mean, we're getting near an hour and a half, I think. We are. It's 109, I think, right now. Um, I mean, we can rip through. Uh, just do just do Game of the Year. Don't do, like, curi- yeah. Don't yeah, do every I'm category. Curious. I'm curious to know what you guys think about this. Well, I will do game of the year. And then I think I will tab over to like the indie ones, because I think there are a few notables okay. that are on my list that are in that space. Yeah. I still want to uh, go nuts. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll do it real quick. But, um, so the game awards, um, have come out with their nominees for game of the year, which is kind of surprising because it doesn't have a lot of people's favorite games of the year. Yeah. And, uh, Man. some of the games that are on there, some people have said, ah, this doesn't really deserve to be on here. I haven't even so, seen this list yet. So I don't even really put oh, stock it. in yeah. the Game Awards. So That's that's true. These are effectively like the Golden Globes, yeah. which is like the popularity contest that everybody knows is like mm, not really whatever. Yeah. Not to say that this is like there's anything underhanded like is going on with the Golden Globes with the Game Awards. It's just... It's a lot of pomp and circumstance. It's fun. It's so not also as just a giant as like the Dice Awards yeah. or the BAFTAs, which are like well, very like fear, serious and more academic like awards and stuff. It's also just a giant advertisement. Sure. Like yeah, it's like the Super Bowl. Like you, I mean, you watch yeah. the Game Awards for the ads. Uh, I mean, I just don't watch it at their, all. <laughs> their their game of the their game of the year uh, nominees this year are Deathloop. From mm-hmm. Arcane. Uh, it takes two from Haze Light. Mm-hmm. Mercury Steam's Metroid Dread. Uh, Resident Evil Village from Capcom. Insomniac's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And Double Fine's Psychonauts 2. So those are the six nominees. Of those, the only two that I have played are Deathloop and Metroid Dread, which are on my favorites of 2021 list, but I don't think that either of them is like a 10. What so? What are people upset? Isn't there? Uh, I think people. We'll get into that a little bit when I go over to to the indies category because okay. there's some real good shit over there. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Resident Evil's on that list. Um, because I think some people were also surprised it was on that list because it's a good Resident Evil, but it's not like great. It's not like the the, the most groundbreaking one. 
Um, I think visually it's the most impressive one uh, from what I've seen of it. But, um, but I mean, that game was not like given tense, and like even Resident Evil fans are like not over the moon about that. Yeah, game. but it's also very yeah. mainstream. Yeah, I think we forget like Resident Evil is still pretty like mainstream. Yeah. Uh, so that might have something to, that might have a part to play in it. I don't know how the game awards like they pick these things. Uh, it's a panel of. Uh, I was gonna say it could literally just be Jeff from... Keighley, like just go. That seems good. Um, yeah, there are people from IGN and a bunch of different outlets uh, from around the world. I actually looked through all of the outlets, and there are, you know, people from all over the place uh, that uh, that vote on these. So, um, Deathloop, Metroid, Resident Evil. Hit me with the other ones. It takes uh, two. It takes two. Psychonauts two. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It takes two. Um, I think that game's very good. I think that game has. I think narratively that game has a lot of problems. Um, for me, I, I'm probably seventy five percent of the way through it. But like, it's also a game that like, I haven't been itching to get back to. Um, like Jess and I played a good portion of it when it came out, and we were very excited for it. Um, I think she actually yeah. liked it more than I did. Um. And it does some things very well uh, gameplay-wise, but um, I think it, it yeah, story-wise, it's not that strong. Um, yeah. Psychonauts 2. And I've heard that like it's kind of disturbing if you like think about it too much yeah. like, with some of the stuff that's going on. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, like it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank. Um, Ratchet and Clank's incredible. Um What's weird is like I feel like Deathloop. That is one that like if I see that on sale, I may pick that one. You up should absolutely pick that up. Um, I think, I think Deathloop has to win out of all of those. Um, like I think it's it's the only one of those that consistently scored tens on like every site. Um, yeah. Not not enough people played Psychonauts, and it's not critically uh, loved or like beloved by you know millions of people. It's it's not a it's not a darling. It's more of a cult hit, or at least the first one was. But right. by all by all accounts, the second one is very good. Like, yeah, everybody I've heard of it that's played it has been like, "Wow, this game is amazing." Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It'd be cool if Metroid won. I don't think it will, but it would be really cool yeah. if it did. I don't. I don't think, I don't it, think it, will. it will either. Yeah. But like, there are some things that I think that Metroid Dread does better than Deathloop. But at the same time, I feel like Deathloop is a maybe a better experience overall people people were going nuts over that game when that came out i feel like it has to be that i guess but like even at the same time like it doesn't end very well like it doesn't have a strong ending uh and whereas metroid does yeah um but it doesn't uh death loop doesn't have a lot of the aggravating elements that dread had for me so it's just like i i it's difficult for me to give a full-throated endorsement to either of them, although I think that they are both very good. Yeah, uh, I feel like so there's, it's, like, it's, other... If it's not Deathloop... Um, there's no standout, I don't... There think. isn't. That's what's In, weird. It's, like, they're all good... They're all very good games, but, like, there's not, like, the yeah. God of War. Like, there's not this very obvious game that's, There's like, not a Red Dead 2. There's yeah. not a... It's not a Journey or a Fortnite or whatever. It's not yeah. one of those years where, like, Overwatch came out and everybody fucking lost their shit. Of... Some examples. Uh, last year, 2020, some of my favorite games of that year. Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, Demon Souls, Short Hike, Creature in the Well, Miles Morales, Final Fantasy VII Remake. There were a lot of good uh, games last Ori year. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Persona 5 Royal, 
Spirit Fair came out. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2. Like... Yeah. It was what, April, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they then, thought it was going to get delayed because of COVID. We were all like, oh, no. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now, another thing that I thought was interesting is... So reading through some of my favorite games from this year, which we talked about. Uh, now, not all these came out, but like Super Mario World plus Bowser's Fury, Loop Hero, uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, Hitman 3. Really surprises me that Hitman 3 is not on this list for Game of the Year. Yeah, that is weird. Because that game is... That game reviewed very well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say, as somebody who really liked Deathloop and Metroid Dread... Uh, Hitman 3 is the complete package. Yeah. It has everything. And it doesn't do anything poorly. So, I would say that is a better all-around experience. Also, it's weird that Forza Horizon's not on there. Yeah. Like, I think I, there must have been some cutoff thing because, like... I thought it was November. Oh, uh, maybe I mean, it this is. This is why. This is why I don't. I don't. We're not going to have a game of the year discussion until January because the oh, year is not fucking what? over. That happened. Um, remember Smash Brothers? That happened. That came out in like the end of November or beginning of December, and everyone was like, "Smash Ultimate's game of the year," and they were like, "No, the reason it's not here is because." And then I think it lost to God of War. Because it like. And then the next year they don't bring it up, right? No, no, no. It was it was in the running for game of the year, but at that point, like a year had gone by, and like God of War came yeah. out. Yeah. Even so, it's surprising that um, uh, Hitman's not on there. Yeah, that that was the one that that kind of surprised me, and I didn't even think about it until I went back through my list. Uh, freaking shout out to GG App for helping me keep my all my games in one place. So if we go to best game direction, they add Returnal to the list. Uh, then if we go to best narrative, they add uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Life is Strange True Colors, which I've heard a lot of people say a lot of good stuff about. Uh, art direction, Kena Bridge of Spirits has, is added. The Artful Escape Fuck. also. That game, uh, oh, that game's supposed to be showing up soon. I forgot about that. I'm dropping music everything and score. that comes out. Remember when that shows yeah, up. Best, best music and score, Artful Escape, Cyberpunk 2077, and Near Replicant. For what is that for? Uh, best uh, score and music. Oh, it it could be Cyberpunk. That's like the one thing so, that game did well. For, so Forza <laughs> did not. So Forza didn't miss the cutoff. So I I kept scrolling through, and when I hit best audio design, I realized Forza Horizon Five did not miss Game of the Year because of a cutoff because it's on here for best audio design. That's so weird. Uh, I guess they yeah, think they uh, figure it won't win, so you just don't put it on there. Let's see, best performance. Okay, games for like it's, games for impact. We got Boyfriend Dungeon and Chicory. I just don't understand uh, how you have all these games that get tens from like every outlet and a Metacritic of like ninety five and above, and they're like, nah, it's not yeah. a game of the year. And they're not on. Yeah, there. it makes no sense. Then, then we get to best indie game. Now, there's one. One of these things is not like the other. But here's the list 
for best indie game. 12 Minutes, Death's Door, Inscription, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Loop Hero. All of those games, I've played all of those games except Kena and 12 Minutes. And Death's Door, Inscription, and Loop Hero fucking rip ass to the extreme. So I, I wish that Inscription was on Game of the Year. I could definitely see an argument being made for Death's Door on Game of the Year. Uh, that game is awesome. Uh, I... I don't think that Loop Hero is the type of game that would go to Game of the Year, but I think it's got everything you need to be the best game of the year. Like, so that game does some really cool stuff. What isn't in there that's an indie title that you want to be there? Is it unpacking? Um, for for best indie, yeah, I don't, yeah, I would want unpacking to be on best indie. Let's see what else, maybe. Maybe Toem or Forgotten City. Actually, I'm surprised Forgotten City's not on there. I'm kind of surprised that Lost Words isn't on Games for Impact. Um, Lost Words Beyond the Page, because that that one's about oh yeah, death, dealing with death. That was the one. That was the one that yeah, I yeah you like, loved that game. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, then there's like a bunch of other stuff. Best action game where they bring in, you know, stuff like Back for Blood and all that sort of stuff. Best action adventure. Uh, but yeah, the... And then you got to go all the way to best role-playing to get... Cyberpunk is under role-playing? That's crazy. Yeah, it's, an, it's, it's an, an RPG. Tales of Rise. I thought it was a shooter. It's an, With RPG elements and stuff. No, it's an RPG with shooter elements. No, it's elements. an RPG with shooting in it. <laughs> yeah, but then you, yeah. Know, then you get, then you get like, Strive is on fighting games and, like, other stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm really surprised. Like, Forza Horizon 5 is definitely on best race, best sports and racing, but, like... What else is on, on that? Uh, best sports and racing, F1 2021, FIFA 2022... Hot Wheels Unleashed, Riders Republic, Forza Horizon 5. I would love if Hot Wheels beat Forza. It totally won't, but like... <laughs> That's that, apparently super good. That game's supposed to rip ass. Be, I, can't, I can't wait to play that. Yeah. And then Best Debut and uh, Indie. Uh, and then you've got Forgotten City, which I think should... I, it won't win because I think Kena will win because more people play on PlayStation. Yeah. But Valheim, Sable, Artful Escape, Forgotten City, and Kena Bridge of Spirits. I wish I liked Valheim. Debut Indies. But yeah, yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Like there there are a couple of really awesome indie games and racing games, and um, I know that that uh, Will, who was on the last episode, definitely thinks that Guilty Gear uh, should be on Game of the Year. And like, I I can't really argue with him. It's great. Yeah. Um. But you know, there's only a certain a number of slots. So I'm I'm really curious to see what will happen when we get kind of the broader discussion happening at um you know your IGNs your game spots these sorts of places where they have more than six nominees and we see you know all the games that get nominated because there were a lot of really great games that came out this year uh it just wasn't they just weren't all big destination pieces like we see here yeah you know so I'm excited to see representation from Loop Hero and all these sorts of things Bummed to not see Toem on any of these lists because that was definitely one of my favorites. And uh, and No Unpacking, which I think was really a great game. And, like, obviously the fact that, like, games like Halo Infinite 
didn't hit the cutoff, but will definitely be out before the end of the year. Just kind of is annoying to me. But we'll talk about all of that in January when we do our game of the year because the year will actually be over. So. But yeah, anybody have any thoughts about any of that stuff? Is there anything that you would have wanted to see on here or anything that you think is weird is included? Um, most of the stuff I played this year is old. So there was a lot of that for me as well. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going through. I started a GG app. Yay. Page as well. Problem Tell is, the people, what is it? ggapp.io slash Strive93? Um, hey. The problem is a lot of what I played uh, is either in VR or is old. Um, like for my game of the year, like one of my game of the years, one of my games for game of the year this year will be Swarm. And no one has played it. Oh, wow. It. Like that game. Yeah, that's a Spider-Man game, yeah? Yeah, that game is fucking incredible. And like no one's played it. Um, but yeah. everyone that one of these days I'll get a VR rig. I'm telling everyone you. that I know that has played it, which is like one other person, <laughs> um, was like, "This is like my favorite Quest Two game," and no one talks about it. Um, it's it's so addictive. Um, There's not a lot of VR representation in the industry right now. No, no, because unfortunately, like you need a high end. You either need a Quest Two or a high end PC. Um, and PlayStation to VR Two is coming. I think. I don't know. I, I said this last time, but like, I think when PSVR two comes out for PS five, I would like to think that that's when it'll start to take off. Like, it's not that there's a shortage of people that own VR. There's, I know lots of people that have a quest Two. It's just, they're not, they're not playing things other than, uh, Vader immortal and beat saber. Like they're, they're not going beyond that. Some of them, I know one one other person that's played uh, Resident Evil for uh, VR, but yeah, for the most part, it's a lot of like just licensed content that they know. Yeah, which is fine. which is how it's it what you get at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's all I got. Same wrap. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and people of all kinds for joining us for episode 207 of The Platformers. If you like this sort of stuff, then you can hit us up on social media. You can find me at twitter.com slash gribnax, which is spelled R-I-B-N-A-X. You can find me on Twitter at the Jawa Josh. I don't tweet that much, but if you want to see the cool video essay stuff that I'm working on, you can go to youtube.com slash mythic. You can find me at Shrives93 and you can tell me why I should or should not purchase Mario Kart Live Home Circuit because it's 50% off uh, for Black Friday and I want to see my cats chase it around my living room. I mean, that seems like a good enough reason to just do it. Just what like if they that? just don't care? I don't know. They will. I don't know if it will uh, drive on the carpet is my, my concern. Mm. Mm. But if the wheels are big enough, it'll drive anywhere. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway, you can find us all corporately at Platformers Pod on Twitter. You can watch us record each episode of this show live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Platformers Pod. And we archive all of these episodes at youtube.com slash Platformers Pod. If you like the show, please share it with friends, family, strangers as you're standing at the street corner waiting for the, uh, the crossing light to turn green. 
Just do it. Why not? Tell them. What are they going to do? The worst they can do is stab you to death. Or walk away. So don't even... Yeah, or walk away, which is probably what they'll do. Uh, but yeah, you can also review us on your podcast platform of choice, and we really appreciate that. Uh, from everybody here at The Platformers, we hope you have a wonderful week. And stay safe out there. Until next time, we are out. Bye. Bye.